Hello. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. That's the intro. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nerdyverse. And if you can't tell from the impromptu opening... Um, That's just what's been going through my head for yeah, the last we're, like, we're six days. Yeah, we're going to get copyright struck for that, but it's okay. It's, it's worth it. Good. It is worth it, because we are talking Mortal Kombat. Uh, I mean, the title's on the yes. episode, so it's not a surprise. I don't know why we act like it's a surprise. But here Boo. we are. Boo. You it's know, Liu Kang. Turns out we're talking about the... doc. What, what was that movie... Everybody was about. You got in an episode of Seinfeld, the doctor's note or something like that. What? It was some movie that everybody thought was amazing and Jerry didn't want to talk about. Um, wasn't amazing just because everybody else loved it. I don't know. Um, I've seen a total of five episodes of Seinfeld. I've seen too much. Anyway, um, Seinfeld is not in Mortal Kombat. It could so be. Not it applicable. Very well could be. Um, uh, who knows? Anything's possible in Mortal Kombat uh, lore, apparently. So, uh, yeah, we're here to kind of talk about uh, an amalgamation. We were going to talk, uh, we were going to give a dedicated episode to both the original, I guess I can call it that. Um, it 1995. Is, it is, yeah, the original um, Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. Uh, it is the old one, um, not the original Mortal Kombat overall. No, that one was in ninety. Uh, ish. Um, it, well, let me see. It was based on the, mm, oh wait, hang on, let me go to the other one. Based on the 1992 game. Ah, I was close. So, uh, yeah, it, I don't, normally they give a little bit more time, I guess. Uh, Mm -hmm. normally it takes years to get a good game adaptation, or not a game, a good movie adaptation, or it should. It should. Uh, you should proof the concept first and make sure it's worth making millions of dollars worth of uh, film. Uh, and, you know, yeah, forever to be remembered on the Internet. But, uh, yeah. yeah, just a, sh- a few short years after the original game, it got enough popularity. Uh, it- it's interesting to look back into that world and see that even then they were watching. They were like, what can we jump on? What what hype train can we take advantage oh, yeah. of? And so we got an original movie that was an attempt um, it is not a perfect movie. No. It is a lot of fun, though. It, it, it's still enjoyable. Yeah, it's hecka entertaining. Like, we had a lot of fun watching it. Still, yes, yeah, st- still it. do. Um, I, I will say, like, before there was too much, uh, mature criticism. I don't know. I, I, just, I don't remember really caring. I just remember watching it and, li- like, liking it. Um, yeah. Although, I guess now I can form opinions about, like, yeah, I like it, but it's not great. I'm not going to say it was amazing, um, you know, but I, I don't even remember being like that. I just remember originally watching this being like, this is cool. Yeah. Like, have you ever played the the game cabinet in an arcade before? Um, I believe so. Yeah, I did. I played one. I can't tell you which one um it was but it was one of two game cabinets we used to have at the community center i used to go to that and the power rangers uh 
I almost said board game. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was that. I, I remember that. I don't remember which one it was, though. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember going to an arcade in Owensboro, Kentucky, that had the original game cabinet there mm-hmm. and playing with my brothers and being absolutely destroyed. But it was a lot of fun. Like, I, I loved the game so much. Mm-hmm. Um, never actually owned a copy, but uh, always yeah. played at other people's houses. Yeah, I've always I've always mooched it off of either the game cabinet or, or played it from someone else. I've only really played the one that was whatever one I played forever ago, and then uh, Mortal Kombat 10. Yes. That's it. That's all I've played. 10 was great. But... It's one of those things where it's just like I've known of it forever and I thought it was cool and there were elements that I got the story through um, that is what I ended up enjoying. So yeah. even though I never like I was never a hardcore player of the game, I liked the the bits of lore and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I love this weird part of history with games and cartoons and everything where you don't get the history in the content. It's built around it afterwards. Legend of Zelda. You know, like, it's so crazy. So, I mean, I did a series on Halo, and it that's a prime example where almost all of the history is not in the games. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I feel like Mortal Kombat's that same thing where it's just like, I like it, but not really for the games. Not even really for, like, all the action and everything. I just think it's an interesting concept, and I think it's an interesting setting to do a story. Mm-hmm. And... I, I've been fascinated how they've adapted a side-scrolling beat-em-up game into film. And, and and made it way better than Street Fighter. <laughs> right. So, like, I feel like what happens when you take a 2D Sonic game and make it 3D is what happened when they took a 2D fighting game and made it a 1995 yeah. film. So, you know, we, we were going to spend a whole episode gushing about it. Probably better that we kind of combine it on because, obviously, we've got the new one, the 2021 yes. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, 26 years later? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, quite a lot of time to uh, to get good <laughs> at filmmaking, to for, for it to get in better hands, yeah. I should say. I mean, in the 90s, there were a few uh, video game adaptations for movies. Mm-hmm. Like you had the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. You had Mortal Kombat. You had Street Fighter. I think. I think that was nineties. Uh, either very early nineties or like right at ninety. Um, you're talking about the Jean Claude Van Damme. Movie? Yes, I yeah. am talking about not the Street. That's nonsense. not Street. That's not Street Fighter. No, it is not. It no. is Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> it's as much Street Fighter disputes. as uh, the Mario Brothers movie is Mario. Uh, I'm just saying. So, but uh, well, and then funnily enough, um, the director of this, who I think has a and a creative mind for taking game true content and and carrying it over. I just don't think he makes it into good movies. So mm-hmm. Paul W.S. Anderson, who went on to do the Resident Evil series, um, which uh, it's like it's pretty much out there. So I don't think it's news news. But like he he walked away from this and and was supposed to come back, but then he was like, no, because they made the second one and I didn't like it. And yeah. so the whole reason that he did literally every Resident Evil movie was because I don't want anyone else to do this. And so I'm like, I feel like you started making those for the wrong intentions, too. Here's the thing, though. He had a point. Annihilation was garbage. Yes, it was not a good... I mean, it, it was literally... This was at least 
an enjoyable labor of love, yes. I can say. Big time. It, it, it's a fun watch, which even if it can't yeah. be a good movie, at least you have that. At least people like watching what you made. Oh, yeah. The, the follow-up was literally, well, all right, we're just going to ham it through. The guy we wanted to do it's not going to do it, so let's just push this, make it happen, because it's Mortal Kombat, and people will watch it and have fun, right? No. No. <laughs> no. I um, like bad movies. This is a bad movie. No. It, it's right up there with a lot of things where, like, it's a bad movie, but I hope people had a good time. I hope that people have good memories. I, I, like, I hope there's some positive to this. I don't want to make it like these people are garbage and, and all this work they spent on it is garbage and everything. No. I, I really don't want it to be, like, just completely flat like that because although it's a bad it's a bad film, that's the thing. It's like it, it, it wasn't made well. It wasn't made with good intentions. It wasn't made with good financial strategy. Like, it has way more money than the first one, and yeah. you don't know where it went. And so, like, it's a lot of that of just like, this is a bad movie with good people. Like, mm-hmm. the, the cast is is pretty great. Yeah. Um. You yeah, know, Robin Shu returning, which is he's delightful. Well, and I remember this being the movie that made me fall in love with him and and uh, yeah. his work because you know there was a big time when I was into martial arts movies and he was another face to be able to say this is some because everybody talks about Jackie Chan, everybody talked about Jet Li. So he was that one I could pull out and be like, but have you heard of Robin? Uh, you know, it, and so I, I loved him. I, I love him in Beverly Hills Ninja. Uh, yes. He's such a good sport. And even though it may not have been like the most uh, accurate depiction of um, uh, Liu Kang, still fantastic as Liu Kang. I feel like it's one of those instances where the kind of actor he is, he makes it his Liu Kang. Absolutely. Um, I feel like he kind of steps into the shoes and you don't really force him to do anything. You kind of mm-hmm. let him do his thing and make it like, you know, there, there's all the Liu Kangs and then there's Robin's Liu Kang kind of thing. And like, you know, there's uh, Christian's Batman, there's uh, Ben's Batman, like all of that stuff. Yeah. So I feel like there, there are certain actors that once they step in, they become that version and that you, you can't compare it. Um, you know, and 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 tra- in in tradition, he kind of he led the movie, he carried the movie, and everything. Absolutely, um, I think he did a fantastic job. I did too. That's just I mean, the person that he is. You know, so we but we go from having a fun movie to getting, um, and uh, even the cast have done it. They're biased, but they they've said you know one of the best video game adaptations and. I'm hard-pressed, yeah. Like, the only other thing that I think compares for me is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Because that movie was amazing. That was so unexpected. It's so good. Like, it's so amazing, and I'm so like, happy. Why was that the first good, like, I don't, I video don't know. game movie? I don't know. I don't like Sonic games. Here's the thing. It was going to be the same movie, just look different originally before Actually, yeah. before the fan petitions. So, what? like... Let's not get into that. <laughs> I, I just mean, like, it was going to be the same movie. It just looks a little different. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I was expecting 3D Sonic the movie. Which... Right. No, it was it was a great movie, and so it's really hard to kind of. I don't think it has to be a competition. There are two very different genres. You Incredibly. enjoy them for very different reasons. I watch um, movies to see a blue hedgehog go real fast. Right, and so, but um, yeah, so we go from a fun attempt very at good. adapting a media to, I mean, completely I've, different. 
Yeah, and and it's like I mean, you know, they they get a lot of the story right, and they give people what they want, which mm-hmm. is, um, you know, you you give a built up story, you give characters to care about, mm-hmm. and uh, they even take the interesting side of it of. One of the more interesting story elements, probably the one most people know, most people are gravitated towards, is, you know, the Sub-Zero versus Scorpion plot. Yes. And they they wonderfully make that, like, that could have failed so hard of, that could have been an easy fan service of, like, hey, these two most popular characters are going to be the, the, the plot-heavy characters. And it could have failed. Mm-hmm. And But it worked so well to, to build the story around their generational history absolutely and i thought that fight was absolutely incredible um yeah so like so the the original plot was very quick it was very forced because it it it, it, whatever got us to mortal Kombat. yeah it was very hey let's collect these boys we're gonna go on an island away from here Mm -hmm. we're gonna go to china it it just like mortal Kombat. You jump right in, and everybody just kind of really goes with it. Yeah. Um, I will say I, I like that for the first for the the new one. Cole's the only ignorant one. Mm-hmm. I you know, appreciate that. I, I like that we're catching up to the story through Cole and the idea of everybody else is already on board, knows something about this, and so it makes more sense that the team would be into it and. There's only one reluctant dude, mm-hmm. but he's also been having weird dreams of his ancestor, so he's kind of aware of weird stuff, so it kind of works. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, and what I thought was a very bold choice is, and, and people can correct me if I'm wrong, but we don't get real Mortal Kombat. We don't get the tournament. Yeah, so Not it's like they, they actually didn't go there. I thought that was interesting. I thought... I mean, they use the plot device of, all right, we're going to beat them before the tournament can even begin. Mm-hmm. They they spin that in their favor of, okay, well, we're going to do that too. And so, and it leaves room for um, making more interesting introductions in the next one, which we get teased at the end, um, both on the good and the bad side. So, yeah. you know, I, I think that's interesting. So, but, um, so yeah, the, the original, I mean, we just were right into it and... Uh, it, those were five hundred dollars sunglasses, John. That's the that's the most important all I can, part. All is I that can, those were five hundred dollars sunglasses. Right. All all I can think is there were there was a very specific line in the budget, where you went from Power yeah. Rangers episode to theatrical film. Mm-hmm. Of films released around this time, you had a certain quality, a certain setting, like all the. Like, if you could afford it, it looked like this. You know, it looked like any other movie made then. Yeah. But if you didn't, it looked like you just filmed right behind the Power Rangers on whatever lot and random field they happened to have. Yeah, you know what actually. I, like, it just, it, it looks like, I mean, you, you could interchange it with Dawson's Creek, anything. It you lo- could throw Rita Repulsa into this movie and she would fit right it, in. It, 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 I, I don't know how to articulate that any differently. It's just like... It doesn't look like movie. It looks like just... It looks like TV. It looks like TV. It looks like TV that we grew up watching. And that's not necessarily criticism. It's just the look of it. And, and you feel that throughout. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm specifically thinking of when um, Liu Kang is fighting Katana and when they're doing the dining room scene. Both of those are very specific set looks. Yes, big time. And, and it's just... 
So, but, and then we go from that to, uh, and I think the biggest thing is the, the final battle area. Um, it looks so Mortal Kombat-y. Like, it's so, I mean, you get, like, the work that they did, and it wasn't all digital. It was very practical the way they did the ice and, and all of that, you know. So in the end, when it when it's the climactic battle between Sub-Zero, Cole, and Scorpion, um, it's in Cole's old arena area but it's all frozen over mm-hmm. and it looks so good it looks incredible it it they dressed that set so well and and that's what i can say for this is like it doesn't just look like movie quality it looks like mortal Kombat quality with yes. a k uh, <laughs> you know um there was specific ones where it was um the the training arena um yeah. it was raiden's training arena yes. where you called it out and then it was the one where Jax fights. I don't even remember the other dude. The the guy he fights the big dumb one. Oh, uh, Hammer Boy. What was his name? Yeah, I'm trying to stop Hammer Time. I don't remember. I don't know. He, I I I'd, I'd never heard of him before. Yeah, it. Emily. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um... No, that's his name now. His name is Emily. Goodbye, old name. Your name is now Rayco? Emily. Let me see. Something like that. Um... Something Mortal Kombat-y. Thanks for not showing me a picture. Um... I, I maybe Rako. Um, maybe Rako Hardine. Um, I don't know, because uh, it's the only name that doesn't make Nataro. <laughs> Who's Nataro? No, that's the vampire lady. Which oh we will gosh. get to. Um, we have to talk about the fatalities. So, this movie. <laughs> uh, but it, so I guess I, I think it's Rako. Again, I, that's a character I don't know. It just no. looks like Patrick Starr's voice actor <laughs> given a hammer. Which is entirely possible, honestly. <laughs> I don't think it is, but anyway. Um, yeah, like, this movie has some incredible fights. It has some incredible sets. It has so many just fantastic moments that they're they're all hard to kind of point out one at a time. Like, I think what the original movie had going for it was that it was quotable. Mm-hmm. Like, we've, we've watched a couple of videos saying that. Like, it, you remember specific parts of that movie so much. Well, it if... It feels like we went, we evolved from. All right, we gotta include this fight. We've gotta include this character. We've gotta include this quote, mm-hmm. and then we've gotta fill in the gaps. Um, even doing that in a fun way, uh, like that's all the 1995 film is. Yeah. It's it's moving from interesting thing to interesting thing to interesting thing, and that's why it feels so uh, quick. So like it just, you gotta know what you're getting into going into that because mm-hmm. it, that's what they've built the film on is it's just this idea of people are going to like when we say that thing and they're going to like when this character does that and we move from that to uh no it it has to make sense it has to fit um yes let's do no okay there's one instance that doesn't apply but like it it's all done very choicely yeah it's Um, it's not too fan servicey. Is right. It's you still get it. You still yeah. get it. It's just that it works. It doesn't just. It just. It doesn't just happen. It works. Mm-hmm. Um. You. You don't just do it for the sake of being cool, so that people can be like, "Oh, that thing." Yeah. Like, it's it's done in such a way that it makes sense for the story. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was, um, a good evolution from, and 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 that's where I think. And, and people disagree. That's why I think Star Wars doesn't do as much fan service as people think. Because it's a lot of things where it's just like, yes, this happens because it's going to happen. But it works for the story. Absolutely. I feel like once it sacrifices story for substance, 
then it's fan service. Then it doesn't work. Yeah, not a one boob in this entire film. I appreciate that. One boob? Not fan service in, like, the anime sense. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) That was so random. So, again, the original uh, story was just to do the Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. Throw the characters we all know in, get it done. Whereas this one, it's built, like I said, on a generational story, which I really enjoy. It starts off, obviously, uh, with Scorpion and Sub-Zero, or Bihan. Um, it starts off with their story, because this, although Mortal Kombat is not their story, the characters at play, whether they know it or not, are a part of their story. Yeah. Um, and that is the big thing that people either loved or hated, and that's Cole. Um, loved him, personally. I've not done the research. People are drawing parallels of other characters that I don't know if had a similar story. I don't really... Because I don't have that frame of reference, I enjoyed Cole, and I thought it worked very well. Even if there's other characters, I think going this route was a bit bit smarter of an option because, again, he's the ignorant one. Um, He's the one that, again, that doesn't know. He's the one that has to get, get everything explained to him for our sake. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, I, most people watching this understand enough about Mortal Kombat, but, like, we need it to make sense, okay? Yes, we know, interdimensional tournament, but why? And so, by making it an unknown, ignorant character like Cole, it makes sense to get that ep- exposition, I think. Big time. And so he's the, I'm, I appreciate that they, like, he's just generationally related to Scorpion. So mm-hmm. there was a baby who had 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 a baby. I didn't even get very far. Babe Allen. Baby. Um, and, and eventually you get Cole. Mm-hmm. And he's got the, the birthmark. Um, I don't, I thought that was pretty interesting. Chosen, oh, yeah. chosen characters. Like, I like that. It makes sense. Not anybody can just do Mortal Kombat. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's all about Shang Tsung trying to eliminate the competition before Mortal Kombat. Smart. Very uh, smart. But cheating. Which explains um, a lot of levels in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and that's the thing. is, It's like if everything only happens in Mortal Kombat, if it only ever happens in the tournament, like it really limits your scope. Because, I mean, okay, we just had a, a, a tournament in the last movie. Can we have a tournament in the next one? Like, yeah, I, I like that they're not building everything on. It has to be in the tournament. It has to be this thing. Um you know, because, again, I feel like that would just limit how far they could go with this. Absolutely. Um, and I think another, like, we could talk for hours about the fights. Mm-hmm. Like, just because they are fantastic. And I think that's something that 2021 way improves over 1995 is hiring actual martial artists. Yeah, well, like, and then, I mean, the thing is, though, even if you don't get, peop- like, actors that can do it, get stumped doubles that can like there was just not enough care put into doing the fights they they did 95 movie fights like they did 1995 quality movie fights yeah i hired the dad from teen wolf right so like you you get what you get with that versus yeah like this one where i mean everybody in some way like what i what i appreciate is even um actors like who played um kano yeah we have um another improvement in my uh, opinion josh lawson yeah. Um, we also have who played um, who played Sonya uh, Jessica Mc, Um Australian Miss Star. Both of the, I don't think she's Australian. I think she. Um, both of them, she's Australian. Um, uh-huh. Were 
very good, but they're not like not in the uh, martial arts kind of way. They they came with their own style. Like he was he was much more scrappy. He was much mm -hmm. more what you'd expect from a knife pervert. Well, yes. yeah, like he he, do, he doesn't get you with fancy stuff. He he fights dirty, mm -hmm. and then you get her who's who's very boxy, very um, uh, very militaristic a little bit. Like you know, um, kind of thing. disarm. You know, kind of pin him kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, and, like it's a mix of styles, and I think that's the thing too is explain why they can fight and 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 how like you know jacks too is a, it's a kind of heavy hitting boxy type it's not martial arts mm -hmm. that's what makes sense for somebody who learned to fight in the military like yeah i'm not saying every military serviceman fights like that but i just mean like that makes way more sense than him doing jump kicks and all the other stuff like yeah you know there there's so much where again it just comes down to it has to work it has to make sense we can't just do it to do it um which brings to like a lot of the finishing moves and a lot of that stuff, the introductions of the arcana and all that stuff mm -hmm. where it's just like, why can they do the things they do? What makes them special? Yeah. You know, it's again, that chosen warrior-ness of it, of like, no, you're, you're not. So again, back to 1995 where, oh, the world's best fighters just get yeah. thrown on a boat and go, <laughs> and, you know, like, that's so stupid. That are, like, handpicked by Shang Tsung as someone else. Like, that's so stupid. Because, like, I mean, oh, my gosh. It's it's just, you're you're betting the fate of the world on untrained people. Like, I mean, again, Johnny Cage, being able to fight in a movie is not the same as being able to fight, okay? Mm -hmm. So, like, it's just like, going forward to the, like, no, the chosen warriors, they they prepare for this, they, they, uh, they train, and they... they um, obviously get this sort of interdimensional power to be able to do what they do. Mm -hmm. It's not just anybody can enter kind of thing. That comes through work or yelling. Which is what I like about the whole thing of Raiden, you know, bringing them to um, his temple to, to train and everything, to prepare. We Like, the other guys just go on a boat and go. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. Like, you're just trusting that these guys can save the world. Okay. That's, putting it that's smart, smart Highlander. In the dirty Australian hands of Kano. Right. Like, um, a lot of people loved him. I thought he was great. I thought I, he was hilarious. He was I thought everybody was great, though. Dude, I, I, the more, like, cast interviews and more Instagram stalking that I do. They're fun people. They're, 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 they're great. So they're so cool. They're um, so great. The, the other thing I'll say to the fights is I think that audience expectations has improved to the point where you can't not do well. Like, Again, whether it's the actor or a stunt double, you mm -hmm. can't not have someone that doesn't work, like, like that can't do it. Um, and, and, I mean, look at where we've come from the fight and action of Mission Impossible to uh, more recently. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, it's, it's to, like, everybody expects the next one to improve even more, like, to level up the amp of uh, the fighting and the hand-to-hand -hand combat and the style and everything. Because, it like that's a big part that sells. Yeah. Again, the, in the first one, I feel like a lot of it was, uh, I can't even stay nostalgic because it was only like three years old. But like, it was a lot of just like fan service. It was just like you're gonna go to see see the guy in the yellow jumpsuit, right? Like, that's yeah. enough. And there was a lot of attitude of Westerners seeing kung fu movies and thinking, oh, this is what this looks like. It everything should look like that. Mm -hmm. When in reality, that's a small part? Well, I mean, 
in a lot of um, in a lot of martial arts film, the martial arts is the story. Like it's yeah. the selling point. You you come up with why you're doing the fighting, but essentially you're you're you sell it on the concept. And I don't want to diminish it into anything no. less than. But a, a lot of time, like it's an important piece to the the movie making. Yeah. Versus again, where it's like, no, we're going to take these important things, and then oh, these two characters have to fight. Let's just throw it yeah. together. Let's just see what that looks like. And I realize now. What I meant to say was we're operating in the 1995 movie on a Westerner's understanding mm-hmm. of what this should look like, mm-hmm. not like that was wrong or anything. Well, yeah, I, I just mean it's just like you you, you don't look at fighting like the substance. Mm-mm. You know, people are here for the characters. I'm like, eh, yes and no. They got to be interesting. Yeah, I watch a Bruce Lee movie for Bruce Lee, Well, but I also watch it for other things. Yeah. What the fight like they like that's that's the hype. So yeah. um yeah, that's the thing, is it's just like here you can tell care went into I, I, you know, again, the style of fighting, the the, the fights themselves. Mm-hmm. Um everything was very well done and carefully done to where it looked good, but not at the sake of just looking good without story, but also they didn't do story um or nostalgia without following up with um you know, uh, good action. Oh, absolutely. Um, some of this was absolutely incredible. And so, uh, yeah, some of the um, other characters we get um, and their actors. Um, so we do get Lord Raiden. We actually get a properly um, uh, racialized, yeah. I guess is the word, uh, yeah. Lord Raiden. Um, played by a white guy twice. We're finally getting it right this time. Right. like <laughs> Only took 26 years. I have no idea what that was about. But um, Tonano, to, Toranobu Asano, um, who uh, I didn't realize it until somebody mentioned it, is um, one of the, um, oh, it's Lady Sif in the something something yeah. um, from Thor, in the, the Thor movies. Three Warriors, something like something that. Something like that. He, no, he was a cool them, dude. All of them too cool and yeah. underused. I mean, come Absolutely. on. Um, you know, people mention him. You know, he's in Thor Ragnarok, and I'm like, for five seconds. Like, I feel so bad. Uh, he, he, even here, he doesn't get used, used, but again, it he, he can't get involved, blah, blah, blah. I feel like once Shao Kahn gets involved in the next movie... He's going to get involved. He, obviously, like, boundaries are off. Like, you know, we're going to see Raiden unleash. Um, but he's sort of the guru of this one. He's sort of the guiding uh, mentor of, of this group of, of fighters and everything, preparing them for what would come and everything. So it, it, it fits. I think it works. If anything, it just looks cool. Yeah, um, he looks dope. So many of them just look like they jump right off the game. Um, and then, um, so we mentioned Liu Kang from the 1995. Here, yeah. he's not the main character, although he's got a main feature. I was really... He's very good. I was really worried at first, like, uh, oh, oh, there's not going to be Liu Kang. And then they did another trailer where I'm like, oh, so Liu Kang is here. He's just not important. That sucks. He's very important. Yeah, he, he gets to be, uh, you know, he's another character that he knows everything. He's been mm-hmm. living and preparing for this his life, so. And fantastically portrayed by Libby Lin. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. He's a great yeah. guy. Um, and, uh, wow, uh, not the only time he's shown off his physicality. Yeah. Man, um, he's working on some project. Let me see if I can yeah. find it. But he's doing some project that's based on, um, oh, and he was also in Black Mirror. Yeah, I didn't he realize was. that. He was also and Power Rangers. Uh, yes, in Power Rangers and Aquaman. Ooh, he was an underwater warrior, um, not featured, not not talently featured. Um, Even Kung though he's very talented. 
Kung Fu is the thing that he is uh, working on. And um, that's where I've seen some uh, captures and stills from that uh, sh- show off more of what probably got him this job and everything. Mm-hmm. So, well, he um, and Max Wong both are in on the um, Jackie Chan stunt team. Really? Yes. Wow, they're young. Yeah, they're like babies. Right. Um, and, and so speaking of Max Hong, I, I'm so sad that I, Kung Lao died. He was my favorite character in this so movie. He was so good. <laughs> he was so good. And I, I even said throughout, I, I either forgot or didn't know he was going to be in this because when he showed up, when yeah. Kung Lao showed up, I was like, oh my gosh. With such an incredible intro. Oh, yeah. And and apparently he, that was all him. He like, was no probably the most well-adapted, most faithfully adapted. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that in a negative of any of the other. Every other one was tweaked to work in film, I think. He, like, literally is just Kung Lao. He's just the character. Here's the benefit of the Instagram stalking. Apparently, both he and Ludi Lin have known each other for a really long time. Okay. And they've talked about how before they started working on the movie, um, Ludi Lin bought a Switch and Mortal Kombat 11 and played only as uh, Liu Kang for, like, months. And then, yeah, it's really sweet. And then um, Max Wong was talking about how he played through and he picked out different moves that Liu Kang would do. Mm -hmm. And he, like, practiced until he could do it. And it's just like, ah! You love to see it. You do. You love to see people who are so passionate about a character that they want to be that character as right. much as possible. And so, yeah, and I think that's what led to Kung Lao being seeming so just right yes. off the screen and everything. That um, dinner scene was hilarious. He, well, and then, um, so, and a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff of Max and Ludi is a lot of fun to watch, They're uh, which makes more sense now knowing they're both good friends and everything. And so yeah. uh, they worked so well. And, and it, you can tell in the chemistry they have. And, and, and it's just another reason why I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe they killed Kung Lao. <laughs> Well, they didn't kill him. Yeah. They took his soul. Yeah. Which Your I am, soul is mine. I am holding out so I have, for more. I have to say, so we get uh, Chin Han as Shang Tsung this time. Um, Incredible. Hard follow from Carrie Tagawa. Tagawa. Um, because I, I feel like for so many people, I mean, he he's a face of a you know martial arts villain generation. Like he like he just was that guy for so yeah. long, but like he had so much. Flair, next to Robin as Liu Kang in the original, he was the best of, I'm just going to go, I'm going to do it, I'm going to ham it up, I'm going to have fun. Yeah. To the point that they based parts of Shang Tsung in future game content on him, even he, bringing him back for the vi- yes. for, for the video games. So, like, you, you got to recognize, like, how amazing it is when you do it so well that they're just, they change the character for you. Yeah. Which they technically did with Kano, too, but, you know. Dude, dude. Yeah, he's Australian because of that one guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, who supposedly faked being Australian for both yes. that film and literally everything else he's ever done. Like, he's been in commercials where he fakes being Australian. Like, he I doesn't don't even do a good accent. I think he gets the job because they're like, oh, you're the Kano. You're the Kano K- guy. And it's just like, we've been looking for good Aussie blood to, to sell our vacuums. And it's just like, crocky diddly wop, boop, boop, bop. Kangaroos, <laughs> you this know. This is not a knife. <laughs> this is not a knife. This is a vacuum. <laughs> so it's like I, feel, I, I don't know. It's it's just hilarious. Yeah. Um, get a proper Aussie for this one, 
who is a good boy. He's a very that, good boy. That they make just so crazy and dirty and, and grungy. I love Dude. it. Josh, Josh Lawson mentioned that before, but again. He was very dirty throughout this entire film. Um, so we get uh, Joe Talzman as B. Han in Sub-Zero. So Another here, incredible The, the two best... Oh, I can't even say that. So many good casting choices. My two favorite casting choices, I'll say, is Joe Talzman and Hiroyuka Sanada um, as uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Yes. A- absolutely amazing. Incredible. And, and part of it is, again, by going retroactively and saying these two characters are going to really drive this movie. They're not the whole story, but they're going to be who we take the story through. So you get people that can do that. The, the yeah. action, the acting, all of it. And so to get Sonata and Talisman um, acting off of each other. Um, Sonata, who, by the way, is he just had a birthday. And I want to say he Aww. just turned 60. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, he... No, you did, it wasn't that... Maybe I lied. It's, it's birthdays in October. Even then, happy birthday! You deserve it. Have some cake. I'm confused Get now because I could have sworn. I, maybe I saw an old post. I could have sworn I saw on on Twitter that he had a birthday. He was celebrating a birthday. He may have been celebrating someone else's birthday. I don't care. He's amazing. He's still sixty. Yeah. The dude's sixty. The dude is. Um, Joe Talzman is thirty nine. Okay. That twenty year difference doesn't make a difference because Sonata acts his butt off. He does. He he keeps up with all the action. It was like watching an uh, Akira Kurosawa film. Well, that's the thing is he he's so good when it comes to traditional Japanese acting and action like that. And he, like literally it's the reason he got the job with Westworld, it's the reason he got the job with Endgame. Uh it's all it it's that thing of we need someone who just perfectly captures samurai essence and authenticity and that's the thing is it's just like that it just it's something he's so ingrained in and knows so well that he brings it to screen yeah but he's able so well to keep up with the likes of joe talisman um he's able to do the stunts and do the action himself like it's incredible and and also he's just a great actor seeing him act in the the beginning as as um hasashi is fantastic yeah um, they don't just make Scorpion this quotable, angry, evil villain, or yeah. or even anti-villain. Not even a villain. Like, yeah, he's just. I I, I don't want to make dude. him too heroy. I don't I, because he does kill a dude. Yeah. He, well, he's he's still got to be a, a little bad. I mean, a little bit. So, but obviously, when it comes to the greater of two evils, Bihan is is the one that's got to go down. He's okay. the one. He's the one that sucks. He. Do you think it, it's it's like it's like predator rules yeah. where it's like yes the 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 predators are bad and kill people but they kill people honorably like exactly. they give you a fight I feel like that's Hazashi whereas obviously behind behind straight up killed his kid and wife yes come on like even bad guys have to have uh, boundaries yeah. in a way do you think they're gonna go the new noob cybot. Uh, I don't think so. I, I I do think we should get something. I, I don't think it should be the brother because obviously, if that's the original Bihan, that doesn't make sense. No. Um, I do think we should get an an opposite to Cole in the next movie. I I now the thing is, uh, Bihan and Goro were taken away by mm-hmm. Shang Tsung in the end, uh, where he talked about you know where you you beat my guys you know I'll have more in their place. So it's very 
teasy of like we're not done here uh, which, with these characters, which which is why I keep Luke King or um, ah Kung Lao in my heart, right? Because like I know he's I coming mean, back. I'd be I'd feel bad because uh, Max Hong did such a good job. I, I I really I hate I hate how those conversations have to happen in general of like all right somebody's got to die. And it's like everybody's so excited to be involved and be there. Yeah. I, you know, it, it sucks I to choose any of them to oh, die. No. Like, I want everybody to have a fun time and just be themselves. So, again, Jessica McNamee, great job as Sonya. Fantastic. I've never liked Sonya Blade. That's because, like um, Ryan David Gilbert said in his Mortal Comfort video, which I highly recommend, is that she was the first girl in Mortal Kombat. So, her personality was girl. Crap. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, like it's literally just any male character with boobs. Like, yeah. it, it, like there was nothing ever interesting. Cassie Cage is so much better. And if anything, it was just there to get eye rolly misogynistic things, and they they play that up in the 1995 one especially. Um, I will say so. Whereas in the original, Bridget Wilson, I like her in a lot of things, not in Mortal Kombat, yeah. but in the next one. Um, I'm going to try and find who, uh, yeah, it's replaced a her. Uh, yeah, for better or worse. I, I think uh, of all things that could be said, um, so it was Sandra Hess, mm. uh, replaced her in the, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation film. Worth it. Great choice. She sold it. Mm-hmm. So now take the acting chops with the action of Sandra Hess as Sonya Blade and you get Jessica McNamee. Because she, she does a good job of making this a character Absolutely. you can get behind. Makad um, uh, Brooks. I think Mashad. Mashad? I think. Um, let's put it that way. Mashad Brooks as Jax. Great job. So great. M- like, so much better. So much better. Like, <laughs> He's not generic black guy, yes. but with robot arms. Okay. And he didn't even finish with robot arms. Let's get... Let's get past that. No, yes, he did. Yeah, no, he, in Annihilation. Oh, yeah. yeah like, oh, he, yeah. He no. rips off I I literally sleeves. think that was just the actor being like, this is stupid. I don't want to wear these I anymore. can't punch this horse with these robot arms. <laughs> I need to punch that horse. I need to punch that horse. So, uh, yeah, he doesn't just punch at the air, uh, like which is most of what he does in Annihilation. He punches mm-hmm. the fake CGI dragon. He punches the fake minotaur guy. Here he actually does something. He does it so well too. Like you, you, no hate well, to the original actor. No, but, well, no, it, that it, they wrote poorly for that. Exactly. But, like here, and and he's also given great acting. Cho- like the moments when he realizes, like when he's struggling to come to terms with the fact that he's lost his arms. He's this is his life now. He's got to be used. Like I thought that was great stuff. Incredible. I liked that it wasn't just oh waking up in the middle of a facility in the Nevada desert and oh. Robo arms. Let me go punch Triborg in the face. Let me punch a poorly me made pu- Triborg. Yeah, let me punch this uh, hockey mask guy real quick. Like, th- yeah, he's a character both that we see get created, but also get made in the sense of he's more interesting than just a military guy with robo arms. Yes, um, he's someone who 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 really rises above and makes himself useful mm-hmm. uh, in a situation that could have easily been just. All right, I'm out. I guess I'm useless now. Yeah. I liked it. I liked and it. And Mashad Brooks, the actor, too. Uh, is in Supergirl. He is in Supergirl. I know. I was going to point that out. I but know. Also, I know you're going to say that. I, I just love him as a person, too. Yeah. Like, he seems like cool. a nice guy. Louis Tan, uh, great guy as well. He plays Incredible. Curly Young. Um, Very funny. 
uh, we get uh, Sissy Stringer as Melina. I thought she did good. I thought that I was surprised they uh, rushed through with Melina yeah. like that. I know we need the bad guys to die, but yeah, that was a little surprising. Here's the thing. I was so pumped for her to do the jaw thing. Mm-hmm. That I didn't even notice that she had died so quickly. Yeah, honestly. like it's just—I I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, it's fine. I, I feel I, less obviously for the bad guy characters than I do for like Kung Lao and all those. But like, I love Melina so much. And well, and I think it's just the intrigue of her character that it's weird they would yes. choose to go ahead and throw her in the first one and kill her in the first one. Another thing about this movie that is leaps and bounds over 1995: mm-hmm. the costumes are incredible. And they yeah. didn't give her, like, the giant boob window. Mm-hmm. Like, I I loved that. She's wearing actual... No like, spandex. It's just like... No, yes. it looks like it looks like gear. It looks mm-hmm. like good stuff. Uh, when And that's the same thing for... Uh, I highly praise the samurai armor for Scorpion and uh, for uh, Sub-Zero yeah. as well. I, I, I mean, getting their period pieces right and, and uh, translating that to mo- their modern looks, I thought that was great. Absolutely. I love... Going for um, the Oni mask instead of the traditional just mask. Mm-hmm. Um, Scor- Sub-Zero still has a very traditional, like, almost shredder kind of style of face mask, uh, face guard. But I love that uh, Scorpion gets yeah. a, a very animated Oni mask. It makes me want to buy another Darth Maul Oni mask just mm-hmm. to cut it off. I guarantee so there's going to be uh, Scorpion ones out there. I cannot wait. Um, we get um, the wife and the daughter and yeah. yada 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 they were there they were great uh they would not get in the house oh my gosh he's a giant dude with four arms how get many times house. does he have to say get in the house jesus that that got me so much madder than i needed to but like but, i like, hated she helped. it she helped with the axe she asked hey. Goro. I guess. Uh, oh, whatever. She got in the way. I mean, okay, yes, we wouldn't have gotten the Super Saiyan moment with Cole Young if it wasn't yes, for that. He discovered his arcana. I, I don't know. I, I feel like that was annoying. It. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Cabal was cool, though. Cabal was dope. Um, you talk about, uh, you know, faithful recreation. Like, uh, next to Kung Lao, he literally looks like he came off the game. Yeah, like, he sounded a little bit like Dave Mustaine. I, oh, my. Oh. Kano, hey there, Kano. You want to turn on this guy and just <laughs> take down these shields? Can we not? Oh my gosh. Can we not? Um, it wasn't uh, Dave Mustaine, thank goodness. My mischief way of life. So ridiculous. Um, I honestly was not familiar with Cabal. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I thought he was Smoke at first. Yes. Uh, one of the Triborg uh, robo dudes. Uh, well, no, because uh, Smoke was a ninja. They made a robot or something? I don't remember, dude. I don't, There's so I, many characters someone in Someone can Mortal correct Kombat. me. But I, I thought it was Smoke. Um, but uh, no, it was yeah. a very interesting character. Reptile? Um, Reptile was very good. Here's the thing. Um, they they say the reptilian, something the reptilian, the name. Yeah. I don't know if that means like it's not the reptile. I'm not sure. Because technically in, between Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation... We go from oh. one scorpion, or uh, one reptile, to three. Uh, one of them played by Ray Park. What? Yeah. And also so, like, fought by Ray Park. Right. So I, I'm, I'm disappointed if this is going to be the only reptile, and that's going to be it. Like, cool finisher by Kano? Sure. Much better than the first movie. But 
that's all we get? Yes. That's kind of sad. I appreciated the can of wins. Yeah. I like well, that. Well, tasteful. Very tasteful. Very tasteful. Uh, and something that that character would absolutely say. Right. Um, and then we get um, Nathan Jones as Reiko, who is the big guy. I looked yes. up uh, Nathan Jones to see, but he's a MMA fighter, so and he, he's he's big boy. Ooh. So I don't know if Reiko's an original character or what, but they they got the right guy if if so, because he is huge. Like I said, man, there's so many Mortal Kombat. Uh, and then we get uh, Mel Johnson as Nitara, who again I don't know if that's an original character or no, in the game. She's in the game. Okay. Um, um, she gets she gets the, the good best. Fin- the finisher. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't think even like the final fight one lives up to that one. It, That's the that most happened, Mortal Kombat. When that happened, we were both just, just like freaking out. Like, it, it, oh it, my god! Yeah, like it just goes for it. Yeah. Uh, it just happens, and so it's so gross. Uh, I love it. I will so say, much. Jack, and, and apparently all practical. Uh, well, mostly. Practical. Well, mostly, but yeah. I mean. <laughs> Anything's mostly practical nowadays. Like, you're always going to use CGI to uh, touch up. What isn't practical these days? Right. Well, my thing is, I mean, shows use it all the time for touching up actors. Like, technically, there's a lot of things that have more CGI than people realize. Because sometimes it's just touch-up stuff, so. Which I think it was for for that. um, Which I think is what made it look so great. Jax's metal nipples. Um, Yeah, Jax gets um, a finisher as well. Sonya gets a finisher. Um... I, Scorpion gets one. Um, I appreciate they didn't go full, I'm going to pull off my mask and, oh, no, now I'm a skeleton. Yes. Um, that was incredible. I loved that as he did the fire breath, it burned the skeleton. He yes. burnt, it burned down to his bone jaw. Um, obviously, it then re-jiggered. Yeah. Um, like, he took off and put on his mask a lot, by the he way. Did. He did. He did the fire flames on Sub-Zero, put on his mask, then turns to uh, his descendant and talks to him in probably a long sentence he did not understand. Yeah. I wish then, there was a line of, I don't speak Japanese. Right. It's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. I'm going to assume you're on my side because you wear yellow, I wear yellow. Yes. Come on. We have a whole ancestral color scheme going on. Uh, and then I, I think that's most of that. And we've talked to talked through uh, the I mean... Shang Tsung, yeah. I thought it was great. Again, um, big shoes to fill. He looked the part. I thought it was great. I was a little worried because, again, mm-hmm. it was so iconically done before that I was worried it wouldn't be doable. Like, of the characters where it's like, you've got to live up to something, not too many had anything. I think Ludi Lin and I think that Chin Han had the biggest job of, you guys were done well. Everybody yeah. else sucked in the previous movies. You've actually got expectations. And they exceeded and they, them. And they did so great. They knocked it completely great. out. I would have loved if Robin came back, though, as Shang Tsung. I thought that would have been interesting. There are apparently three more movies. I want as many as they will give me. I want a quadrilogy, if you will give it to me. Please. I want, I want I, so I, many I, more I want. Movies. I don't want it to just make it to make it, but tell it, you, do what you got to do I want, to give me the best Mortal Kombat story. <laughs> I want people to follow around Max and Ludi with a camcorder, mm-hmm. and that's just the movie. Right. They they I get to direct that. the behind the scenes of the next movie. Yes. Um, so, yeah, and then it teases off with, so, um, oh, we didn't even mention Goro. So, Goro. No. Goro looked great. Goro looked fantastic. Goro CGI. Um, I mean, it's on the levels of, like, Hulk and all that. Like, you, you get those kind of characters. You make mm-hmm. them all CGI. That's how it works. But Not a lot of spine ripping. 
but they did um they did well with it in that it was literally two guys in suits on stilts behind each other like it was it wasn't just all right um you know uh lewis you're gonna just punch and we'll fix it in post Mm -hmm. it wasn't a george lucas situation of just like swing the lightsaber and we'll add it um like it he had to fight something Mm -hmm. uh the same way thor had to fight um uh ruffalo in in gear like they they worked with something and i think that's what made it uh uh go very well yeah um not a lot of talking I, I thought, I don't know how real fans thought of it, of, of Goro. Like, he was kind of thrown out there, but, like, I thought it was fine. Here's the thing. He got punched in the nuts and fell off a mountain in the last one. So, and it's better. Yeah. He gets a fight, at least. But um, I did like the practical Goro yeah. of the original movie. I thought that was a, tex- that was a technical feat. Um, it, it looked a lot better than a lot of people give it credit for. Yeah. Is it janky? Yeah. Because yeah. back then, I mean, they try it with, like, reptile and stuff of, let's do it CG because we can't, you know, train a lizard to do that. Um, you can absolutely train a lizard to do that. But, like, for the most part, you didn't solve everything with CGI. So mm-hmm. when it came to Goro, that I feel like that was the biggest thing they undertook of, can we make this giant four-armed monster? And Tom Woodruff Jr. and his studio... Did fantastic. Fantastic job. Um, they did so well. I, I appreciate them, though, not trying to recreate it and just going with what's modern and do it with CGI. And it, it looked, looked great. great. It looked good. Um, so we got a good fight there. I, it's a solid movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. And it ends on the cliffhanger of getting ready for the tournament. So, um, And obviously, Shang Tsung teases. He's not done either. He's getting ready for the tournament on his side. So... I think the next one is going to be the tournament, mm-hmm. um, the actual Mortal Kombat. So I'm excited and looking forward. I hope it doesn't take too long. Um, I, You know, I, some movies take three to four years in between. I hope this is uh, liberal and, and, and moves quick, not at the expense of the film. Yeah. Just because I'm excited. Right? Like, <laughs> just because I, I want more. We had so much fun watching this movie. Like, it, even if it wasn't like a great movie i think, I think it, was it was fantastic but like even if it wasn't we, we still would have had a great time because we love movies like that right like, yeah like i mean i think it's everything you could hope for it's a good movie it's a good mortal Kombat movie it's a good video game movie i mean yeah. it, it hits all the boxes i think yeah. i and i've seen a lot of people digging on this movie and i genuinely do not understand why i, it, it it, I so think good. it highlights the contrarian nature mm-hmm. of of uh review and commentary where i feel like there's just people that have to pick a side because it's popular it's content well like because feel... here's, here's the thing how many videos would you watch of people liking a movie you like like if if you already like it and you don't need convincing i mean maybe a few like half a dozen mm-hmm. but of all, all of the people you know and like now say you're in the minority quote-unquote and you don't like something Mm -hmm. you're gonna watch all the movies of people that support and back up and iron in your opinion of yeah because a lot of people like and that's the ending explained culture of everything and all that where it's just like i don't know how i felt about that movie so i'm gonna watch somebody else commentate on it and oh now that they mention it i didn't like that and like it just reinvigors all these negatives and it's just like that 
So I, I really believe a lot of people choose the negatives just because it gets mm-hmm. them a bigger audience. And I feel like there's there's a lot of cynicism in modern movie culture, I'll say. Like, I miss the days where we would just go to Blockbuster and have fun. Mm-hmm. I like I genuinely have so much fun watching movies and mm-hmm. I I don't like that there are people out there who don't like the fact that I'm having fun watching a movie if that makes sense. Yeah. And like, like I said, I mean it's just it's a matter of going with the flow what whatever gets you your audience and pays the bills. And yeah. it I don't agree with it at all, but no. I I I see it all over. I see it all the time. Um you know, it you see it in Star Wars community as well of just like I'm gonna have this opinion because that's gonna get me an audience of ten thousand easily, mm-hmm. um, and and a lot of people. I mean, I'm not saying that people can't have legit criticisms of this, but if you can, at the end of the day, still just call it garbage, dude. I'm gonna question. Uh, like I, yeah. I got con- some some concerns about your motives because if you can't at least admit it's fun, mm-hmm. come on. I, one of the most fun lines in the entire movie, and one that did not make a lick of sense, was you were like Scorpion. a little bunny. Well, no, that was funny. <laughs> but um, oh, Scorpion get over here. screaming, get over here in yeah. English. We right afterwards, we were just like, what did you say that been, in Japanese? Would it have been so bad? Yeah, like I thought that was that, and that was what I mentioned earlier. That was the one biggest glaring fan service where I feel like I would have appreciated them sticking to their guns of he is Japanese. He speaks Japanese. Yes. Um and, I, I, but we both hyped over that moment. That's the thing is even though it wasn't like super satisfying of like well ah, like why? Even still it was fun. So that's what I mean. Like if you can't at least admit it was fun. Yes. I feel like you gotta bean up your butt and you just need to you need to take it take a chill pill. I'm disappointed that there was no toasty. I'm glad. Again, that's such a video. That's such a video game thing, though. Yes. Like, I appreciate them sacrificing video game stuff for yeah. con- good content. Even if Cole had just looked over at the burning corpse of Bihan and just went toasty, toasty. Right. Well, that's the thing. I feel like that should have been what gave him his name instead of him being like, "No, there is no Bihan, only toasty." Like it's just like. That's like when your kid like reaches a certain age and they they're just like I'm not your baby anymore, My, you know, and start using their full name and it's yeah, just like, sure. kid, shut up. And it's <laughs> shut just shut up, like, kid. I feel like Shang Tsung was just like, whatever, just go do what I said to do. God, like, why do you yeah. got to get all in your beans? Like, I don't know. It's just I don't know what it is with me and beans tonight. But you like beans? We had beans last night. Yeah, like I mean, it's one of those things where it's like he's good at his job. We just let him. We just let him do his thing and have his thing. He has a dumb name, like Firebert, but we just let him go. Right. So, like, I feel like that should have been, like, a, something Jax called him and it stuck. Or, like, some stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, they t- they did the flip side of it with Hazashi, where it's just like, I am Scorpion now. And it's just like... Okay. That, that should have just been your name. Like, that yeah. should have been, like, uh, like, like, what he was known as. Um, back yeah. in the day and everything, which I think is what they did in Legacy, where it's just like, you know, uh, he he was the Scorpion. Um, which? Whatever. It, all of these are just nitpickies. Hmm? I feel like there's scorpions everywhere. What a terrifying At all times. statement. <laughs> right. Uh, as, long, as long as it's Sonata, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Scorpion can be anywhere if it's Sonata. He is my Japanese uncle and... Um, 
I, I will take no business otherwise. So, <laughs> Joe Telzin is my Japanese uncle. Right. Um, he's so, a lot of fun. He, he really Watching the, the interviews with him and everything, he, he really he loves it. it. It's so different where he's the hype one and he doesn't get much character acting, whereas Sonata's like the grandpa, which makes sense he's older, but he's just so laid back and, and he's, he's just so metered. artsy. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. He's a very intelligent person. And, and there's times when he really does get to act outside of just straight. We need you to wield a sword, do some do some kicks and flips. Like, But, uh, you know, it's a lot of what he does for film. But it's it's interesting to see that. that it's the same with Jackie Chan where it's just like, yes, in a lot of ways he is the Jackie Chan you see in film. But in a lot of ways also he's just he's just kind, just soft. Like, he's just, like he, he does... He can do all of these fancy things, but yeah. that doesn't mean he thinks he's big and tough and better than anybody else. It makes me wish that we had gotten Bruce Lee in his, like, older grandpa stage. Oh, my gosh. It would have been amazing. It would have been so incredible. I mean, Jet Li's getting up there, man. Um, Don't mind me. Well, I mean, not in a bad way. I just mean, um, you know, it, and you'd hardly know it um, if you didn't look up his age. Because, I mean, he he's really taking good care of himself and everything. And I... I just think it, it's it's great um, that he can still do all of the amazing things that he he uh, used to do. <laughs> Jackie Chan's been more honest that, and it's only because he's been more harsh to himself. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he did k- take a lot of kicks to the face. And and so in speaking of those legends, it's it's so great. And and the same thing with Chang uh, Shang Chi, where it, it's good to see that we yes. have modern faces of martial arts cinema. Yeah, there are new legends being made right in front Nobody's of us. saying that Jackie Chan and, and Bruce Lee are gone. Nobody's no. saying that none of these other people matter. It's just saying that they were our generation. They inspired this generation. And now mm-hmm. these guys are going to inspire the next one. And yes, it matters that little Asian kids see themselves in leading Absolutely. powerful roles. Dude. Just as much as it is for a girl to see herself and Sonya kicking butt. Like, I wish there were more characters like Sonya when I was a kid. I don't, just because you grew up and you turned out fine not identifying yourself with characters, which I don't believe, by the way, doesn't mean that it's not important for other people. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's not a real criticism. And so, um, like, one of the biggest things I've seen where all the praise is like, wow, like the future of martial arts cinema and Asian American filmmaking and all of this other, like, it's in good hands. Mm-hmm. And it's not to discount everybody else that's in this. No. It's just that, I mean, that's that's a big feature. Because here's the thing. For a long time, who could most people name other than Jackie Chan, Jet Li, and Bruce Lee? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. Like, unless you were well-versed in the cinema. So, yeah, you might know 10 other people, but these are new ha- household names. And I think that's amazing. I think that's awesome. And I think it's great to see that we're not building an entire... We're not saying, oh, well, because Jackie Chan, there's no, you know, Miss Stack... Of, of racial equality in filmmaking and martial arts and everything. It's like... Don't get me started. <laughs> just because you have that one guy that's a good example doesn't yeah. mean other people's experiences aren't legitimate. So yeah. I, I, I love it. I love what it's doing for cinema. I love that this and Shang-Chi are happening in the same year. I hope that it inspires a new wave of um, martial arts cinema. Absolutely. Um, because the, Give Donnie Yen more movies, as please. We, well, as we've said, like a lot of our favorites are getting older because they were our favorites when we were young. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's a good it's a good thing to see the next generations in good hands with good movies. And it's only going to age more, uh, it's only going to age better um, as time goes on and everything. Yep. Um, so, 
think it's great. I, I, I'm looking forward to the future of Mortal Kombat movies. I'm looking forward uh, to the martial arts movies. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. So um, I don't think there's anything hard and fast on sequels. Uh, if there isn't, there should be. Please. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, exciting to talk about. It's great to talk about something uh, very different from anything oh, yeah. else we've ever talked about on the show. Yeah. It's just going to keep happening. And to sum up, Mortal Kombat 1995, go ahead. Watch and, that. Yes. Watch Legacy. Annihilation? Watch this. No. Just skip no. Annihilation. Um, Legacy. Le- we didn't mention Legacy it's as delightful. much. It's it's a lot of fun. If you want I something Legacy. If you want something longer, uh, definitely good. There's yeah. a there it, it it's good. Uh, hard to find. Yeah. Uh, actually, now that I now that I say that, um, it was part of Machinima, so that is gate kept now because they were bought by AT and T. So, yeah, um, illegally download it and enjoy it. I guess. Not that I'm telling you to do that. No, it. We're saying for legal purposes, it can be illegally downloaded. You shouldn't do that. But, but it, it can, can be done. Um, but you can legally purchase uh, HBO Max and, and yes, watch this or go to the theaters safely and enjoy it. It Give them your money, please. Yeah, we're probably going to go show, watch it again. Show that this is what we want and this is yes. good stuff. Uh, support the film in, in those ways and everything. Um, and, yeah, look out for uh, the future because whenever the next one comes out, you we'll be believe. all over that. We're going to be on there like shells on eggs, just all up in it. Yep. So um, next, uh, we're talking about something else um, that we uh, really enjoy. Uh, next is Bird and Bucky yeah. on uh, the next episode of Nerdyverse. And then we're back to Star Wars for a bit. You can't keep calling him Bird. I can. You, you're going to have to call him his real name at some point. He's Captain Bird. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. Just because he's be... got the shield doesn't mean he doesn't still got wings, if baby. If we meet Anthony Mackie at some point, I are hope you going to so. walk? Right? He's such a delightful person. I hope so. Are you so. just going to be like, hello, Mr. Bird? Yes. Hello, Captain Bird. Hello, nice Captain Bird. You. I love that man. He's, he's so he's so fantastic. Have you seen the video of him hyping up Sebastian Stan? I've seen so much. It's so good. Uh, much like uh, Ludi Lin content, I have been... We have been consuming a lot. Just slurping it up. Um, <laughs> Please use different words. So, uh, yeah, we're talking about that next, and then we're back to some Star Wars, and then yeah. uh, that's where my mental calendar runs out. So yes. you'll just have to stay tuned. You, Follow us. and uh, You've had the delight of entertaining a tired John. Yep. But yeah. um, we do this for you. And we do this because we're paid to I by our lovely patrons. Thank you to our patrons for um, paying us uh, for this weirdness. Uh, every week we wonder if you're going to continue to do so. And you do. So you're amazing. Yeah. Um, and you can check out our patron, um, or you can support us through Anchor. There's actually a great number of ways that you can support us. We're even talking about looking maybe at a, that, that buy me a coffee thing or something like, like one off. Like if you just want to give a few bucks or whatever, if you like, if you want to tip one episode, but not the other one, (laughs) um, you know, you can do that. We're, we're, we're trying to figure it, figure it out. Not that we deserve money, uh, for this ridiculousness, but don't expect it at all. If you want to do it, you can, um, uh, highly recommend that you um, show your love through liking, sh- subscribing, sharing, rating, however. All of the, the checklists of things that every other content creator tells you to do, do it for us. Uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. It does a lot for the show and helps uh, new people, yeah. new ears, unsuspecting ears. Um, we're going to crawl in there. Yeah, we're going to. just wait. 
We're going to get all up in there with our Mortal Kombatness and all that good stuff. So You're just going to be asleep one night and then hear, Mortal Kombat! Um, so, yeah. Um, other than that, uh, we'll be back when we're back, I guess. I don't we'll be back. Oh, red5network.com.net.com. Dot com, dot net. Dot com, dot net, dot com. Uh, Red5 Network. Uh, mm-hmm. Full of podcasts that do much better jobs than we do. Um, good people are in that group, and yes. you should listen good to them. Good friends and, and babes. And follow them. And uh, Game Infinite. I mean, we're talking about a video game movie, for goodness sake. So, uh, GameInfinite.net. I know that one's right. Um, or Game Infinite on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow them for game content, uh, news, cosplay, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. If you're into games or if you make stuff like that, then you'll love Jesse and Game Infinite, and yeah. it will be a good time. Now, and now I think that's that. Follow Ludi Lin on Instagram. Fo- yes, please. He's please. amazing. Watch He's the delightful. movie where his mom watches the trailer. Yes, um, she says the F. Support word. all of these people you possibly please. can. Give um, them your money. Give them Send your money and your love. In a signed envelope. Tell them we sent you. <laughs> They won't care. They don't. They don't know who we are. So, all right. Get over here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee.